What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. If that's you, then you're in the right place. And if you want even more guitar content, be sure to check out axesandblades.com. All sorts of articles, features on everything guitar, in particular interesting and unique instruments and the stories behind them and the people who make them and the people who play them. I wanted to give a heads up to something that's going on over this weekend and something you can still engage with and interact with over the next few days, I believe, and that is an online virtual guitar show. I've already talked a little bit about the virtual guitar shows here because uh, a lot of us are stuck at home, a lot of us are looking for things to do, particularly things that don't have any kind of high entrance fee and all that stuff um, in this weird and crazy year. We are, of course, missing out on guitar shows as much as that sucks. A bunch of us like going and checking out the workshops, master classes, and opportunities to play a bunch of guitars and gear that we might not otherwise get to check out that guitar shows provide for us. And one of my favorite guitar shows in the world, which is the Guitar Summit, which is usually taking place in Mannheim in Germany. Well, in this stupid backwards all over the place year instead of just giving up and cancelling they have put a huge amount of effort into creating the guitar summit web camp which is an online interactive virtual guitar show i like again like i talked about the guitar.com live um virtual show that this is not just you know putting up the old youtube video it, it's making it interactive when you go on and register, there is a live stream with a live web chat, which you can interact with. It has a bunch of cool people presenting a bunch of interesting stuff. It's a place to hang out with a bunch of other guitar-minded people, which is really what we're all missing from shows. It's not really a video here and a video there because we know we can get that. You know, this guy's making YouTube videos. This guy's making podcasts like this. There's, there's all sorts of stuff we know we can interact with. What we miss out on is, is one, getting to play some gear. Well, that's a little bit harder to do, obviously, but we miss hanging out with people, finding a community of people, and they've got that with the kind of live stream uh, that's, that they're running for the Guitar Summit webcam, uh, where there's a live chat and you can interact. On the front of missing out on finding out about new gear and trying it, obviously it's harder to try out live gear in the virtual spaces, uh, you know, that's just the way that is, but they have really done a cool thing with you can find and navigate to a bunch of cool gear because it's kind of a home page which is featuring lots of different things that are going on lots of different web shops web shops and kind of workshops and master classes and things that features a bunch of different brands but also each of the brands on there each of the kind of guitar builders pedal builders brands on there um you can just go through and they all have like a home page basically on there where they have a bunch of presentation and they put up some cool like workshop tours and they put up a bunch of exclusive stuff you've never seen before and they live stream a bunch of playing and all this stuff so you can still go and kind of get that a virtual version of that experience of wandering around the show and oh wait what's that over there oh that's that's calling guitar oh wait here's someone going to play it and you listen to someone playing it and you get an idea of how it sounds and you get to check out a cool musician as well it kind of has that because you're going around from these pages seeing all these different things pop up and um as you could land on different pages from different brands and different builders it's showing you any presentations that they have and you might go oh cool i can actually hear how this guitar sounds there's a collection of videos and live streams on here of people playing the guitars and cool artists workshop tours and i can get a nice idea of what's actually going on with these guitars and why i might be interested in them for example which is very very cool and you can find out about a bunch of whole new 
brands and luthiers and pedal builders and all sorts of stuff very easily, which is really cool. On the homepage, you will find a bunch of interesting things popping up as well as the live stream. There are people uh, streaming and putting up kind of workshops that range from like songwriting masterclasses. I believe John Brown was doing a songwriting masterclass. You've got Matthias Eklund from Sweden doing a kind of Line 6 Helix presentation, but with a lot of like songwriting elements. And he performs uh, a track and talks you through kind of the theory elements of the track and how he built up the lead, as well as talking about the Line 6 Helix, which is nice. I, I, I like that personally when someone's talking about gear. I like it. If you've noticed, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, I like to relate everything back to music and making music as much as possible. And I like that when it's not just someone talking about like, you know, 17 hours of here's my preset. No, did you know there's an overdrive pedal and you can change the overdrive pedal and you can change the settings on the overdrive pedal. So yeah, I know. I know how a, I don't own a Helix and I still know how a Helix works. You know what I mean? But um, I actually like that. It's not that I watched that one and I really enjoyed it because um, he's a fun guy as well, but he's actually relating to you how he uses it in songwriting but also then he just goes into talking about the songwriting and what he's going to present as a demonstration of the helix he goes to talking about kind of theory elements and technique elements and shows you his weird crazy true temperament fret crazy guitar and how that's kind of part of of uh, of of the performance as well and and that's and that was really interesting that was really worthwhile watching there's stuff that's on songwriting stuff that is more gear focused kind of artists showing you through kind of rig rundown kind of things talking through how they use their gear as well again in terms of songwriting they go oh here's what i do live and that's great that's why we like to watch rig rundowns and things but there's a whole bunch of exclusive ones that you won't have seen before including from guys that develop the gear themselves there's thomas blug in there with the amp one which is really cool Interviews with all sorts of really cool people. Uh, interviews with guys like Trev Wilkinson and kind of legends in the guitar world. Some really, really big names, which is super cool. Um, Fluff, Ryan Bruce, if you know from Riff Beards and Gear, has an interview with Mike Soldano, which is great fun. And um, obviously the Soldano amps and the way they're coming back into focus because of the release of the new ones. Um, and having that kind of, I believe it's with Boutique Amp Distribution, maybe I'm I believe that's right. Um, and so that's why we're seeing Soldano's back in the world. And obviously everyone who's into that sound is super excited about those because, I mean, they, the Soldano's have always been such a legendary sound. And it's great to see uh, an interview with someone who seems like a complete super fan of the Soldano stuff. Um, Ryan Bruce talking with Mike Soldano in a very chilled out way. It doesn't feel like a stilted interview. A lot of these things, a lot of these guys actually kind of know each other already. They kind of have industry people interviewing industry people. So um, it's, a, it's really chill. A lot of nice stuff that's great to like grab a coffee and sit back and you learn a lot. Um, and a lot of stuff that although, yes, we have interviews in places and we have people putting up lessons, a lot of stuff that even individually would not be happening without it being inspired and brought together by the event itself. So there's a lot of content here that wouldn't necessarily exist because it's kind of slightly outside the wheelhouse of some of the people doing it and not something they would necessarily do without the event. So I find that really exciting and worthwhile that it's there and of course to bring it all together like i say it's it's a page where you've got a live stream you've got things going on and then there's new videos and new workshops and new um kind of interactive elements popping up all the time and then you can just dive in and start enjoying one and and, and pop in and out which is great i, I think it's fantastic and um 
I think you can keep enjoying the stuff for the rest of this weekend and um, go go into it, uh, go and dive back into it as well. The content that's that's still on there, still available. The great thing about it is you can also like go on and register on there, and it's free. You just like register and log in. Um, it's not about buying a, a ticket or anything. You just you just go and register. Um, I wanted to point it out as well because even if it's not people's things, I think it's a great conversation to keep on going. Here is even if we get out of this crazy insane situation we're all in and whatever um is that something that could in a world in which you know perhaps people to some extent want to fly less or you know if we're going to talk about carbon taxes and stuff i know it sounds like a weird thing to say but like i'm hearing more and more talk of that um if flying becomes less feasible i know just talking to some brands as well when it comes to doing a bunch of these shows, they like the interactivity with the fans and the shows themselves don't necessarily cost too much, but all the other costs involved, especially traveling, really becomes a barrier to entry. And I think that's why you see a lot of these shows uh, come onto the scene, be popular for a few years and go away. There's a few reasons for that and that's kind of the mechanics of how these shows work, uh, trying to keep the costs down and have the number of people working on it that you need to without just solely relying on volunteers that are not necessarily going to be there year after year. It's quite difficult. Um, and a lot of them do a great job, but still it's difficult to keep everyone interested and to keep the shows going. And part of that can be just the, keeping the brands coming back because they do it a few years, they feel like they get something out of it. And then even though they love it, even though you run everything perfect and they give you a 10 out of 10 mark for how you've done and have no negative feedback or what to improve for next year, they still feel like there's just too many barrier to entries with the cost um and with the logistics and the amount of effort that has to go into that having said all of that um it makes me wonder as i've mentioned before talking about virtual shows if they will remain a thing even as we get out of this situation maybe not i think we're all definitely going to be keen to see each other and hang out again and and spit on each other and do whatever else we want to do that we can't do them probably not that i don't know whatever's your scene i guess but um i think we're all going to be keen to do that but maybe in the long run virtual shows like this with more and more of our lives online will become and remain a thing not take over from in person nothing can really replace that in a lot of ways but go along alongside it in the same way that maybe we use in-person shopping for some things and online shopping for other things not necessarily as dominant as online shopping but maybe sit underneath in person or sit next to it as Maybe sometimes we want a virtual show and maybe some shows will find that it works better for them to stay virtual or go virtual. Um, I do wonder about that. I, I brought up the same thing when I was talking about the Bandcamp Live scenario on an earlier episode of this podcast about how they've brought out, obviously, in the current situation, a place where it's not just a Twitch stream, but it is a ticketed timed event. It is basically a real virtual gig where, yeah, they live stream the gig, but it is done in a way where you buy a ticket there's a virtual merch table there's a virtual chat for people to interact as well of course but there's a virtual merch table there's a virtual you buy tickets you come in and you get to watch this at this time and that's when the stream that's when the the, the concert happens and that's when you get to enjoy it. um i you know such an amazing thing i blabbed on about it in that episode but you know i talked about how Bandcamp's attitude there was you know nothing can replace live music and we all can't wait to get back to live music and we need that but this is not still at the same time just something for in the current situation. This is something which we think can provide a new opportunity alongside live music for certain 
bands to reach a wider audience, for bands to have another outlet to reach people, to grow, to present what they're doing alongside touring when we all get to going back to be able to be on tour. Um, I think that's that's a great idea. You can already see how that would be open up new possibilities for any band, but also immediately what comes to mind for me as a band that wants to go out and play a bunch of gigs for people but just doesn't quite have the reach yet to get outside of a, the same circuit they've been on for a while or you know they play in the they play uh, you know along the west coast of the u.s and they managed to do that and they built up a bit of a following but they just haven't quite latched onto being able to get out of that how can you build the fans unless you go there but it's harder to get the idea you know the uh the funds up and to get the backing and stuff sometimes and to get the courage up even to go there if you don't know you have the fans there and all of this stuff you know maybe opening up with something like this means that you can build fans in places by live streaming some gigs and then get a better idea of where you want to go play live where it's feasible for you to go play live shore up a bit of an audience in, in europe in this example and then you go right you know we had people tuning in from all these places we had people uh becoming fans of ours and followers of ours and getting on the mailing list from buying merch at our virtual bandcamp live gig in europe we know that we could probably book gigs there let's try and get on support or let's try and uh open up for a band or let's book a few small dates of our own amongst that in europe next year you know you start to to open up new possibilities or a really really small band that you know can only really play local gigs feeling we're ready to go to the next stage management option things that are around just aren't for us or whatever aren't going to work out they're not working for us here's a new model you know it's not just already what we have with social media and things it is another model for in which you can specifically present yourselves as a live band as a package of a uh, of of live entertainment and how fans specifically looking for that can find you on there and go oh yeah i want to see these guys and you can open up to the people who enjoy live music or fans of live music who are likely to come out and see you um and that's a great thing all of that i blabbed on about about bandcamp live you know there could be a way in which virtual guitar shows and virtual guitar experiences with online worlds becoming more and more part of our lives in so many ways even after the current situation might have a role to play you know uh you know nam and things like this people people get a huge amount from that but uh maybe the virtual shows will play a huge role as well uh particularly if you know certain elements of the market certain elements of what we're into as guitar people become more niche or seen as more niche amongst the whole music industry and musical instrument industry and musical technologies and musical equipment industries um you start to get sidelined at some of the bigger shows and you start to find that it might be less attractive for some people what you get out of it might not be worth traveling all the way around the globe uh, and then you've got the kind of parallel to the example I gave with music, which might be a smaller brand wants to branch out more, is already using social media, but wants to specifically branch out in the way that shows offer, where you present your wares, you really put a display out there and you interact with people, have musicians play it as a demonstration. But to have the money every year to go to a guitar summit in Germany and NAM at the US and Music China it's just too much well you know maybe we could do one show in person whichever one is closest and then hit some virtual shows that have a following in that area that could be could be it you know that could be a way to do it so I'm wondering if for all these different reasons parallel to the music in their own unique way as well virtual guitar shows 
as our as our lives have so much more and more that is virtual become something that remains relevant that remains worthwhile into the future beyond the current situation in which they've kind of evolved and developed so anyway that's kind of why i wanted to bring it up as well as just letting you know that another cool guitar thing's going on um and that it's there and it's good to know about that you you know i, I kind of want to throw the thought out there i want to hear what other people think and i'm curious about what other people think on this because one of my favorite things about guitar shows some of my favorite things are things which are specifically you get from in person and so I want to see those come back and I want to keep going to them. I don't feel like it can be entirely replaced by virtual. However, the idea of more places around the world offering virtual elements or, or virtual shows alongside in-person shows from different countries and different areas of the world, I would really love that because different shows draw different people. Sometimes I can't interact with them. You can't go to all these shows, even just the ones in your country. You know, If you're in the UK, so many shows. If you're in Germany, so many shows. If you're in... France, Italy, all of these places, they have multiple shows that even just I know about Canada, the US, there's so many shows. And obviously, if your country is a big place like the US saying there's a bunch of shows in the US is kind of stupid anyway, because, you know, if you're, um, you know, on one coast, and there's a show on the other coast, it, it's, you know, six hour flight or whatever. It's just not relevant to say that, oh, yeah, so many shows you could go to, you can't cost wise. Um, time-wise, all of this stuff, it's its not feasible. So I do wonder if to, to, to with our craving to, you know, be connecting as a community and get to explore as much as possible, if virtual shows could have a lot of interest going beyond the current situation, even with people like me. You know, I love in-person shows. There's no replacement for them. And yet I still would like to see virtual shows carry on. And I'm really happy and fascinated to see the development of them this year with things like Guitar.com Live and Guitar Summit's webcamp as well so anyway that's what i wanted to point out and it's another discussion point a kind of ongoing one which i'm, I'm finding really interesting at the moment and I, I want to keep an eye on it and keep coming back to it as there's new shows here and there and uh, new, new, new developments in this as well and i love hearing what other people think are people just disinterested in virtual shows are they feeling like it could just replace it and maybe it's just all going to go that way and just um for one reason or another because people are going to try and fly less because People are not going to have the money and the resources to constantly keep going to these shows because people are going to have kind of fatigue of doing that and just find the virtual so much easier to do. Is that what we're going to do? If virtual shows can hold an audience, brands are going to move that way. Obviously, like we've seen with moving away from certain traditional marketing formats to social media, a brand's just going to go with that. And, and, and the way it ties into social media, if you already have people who could do social media like promotion and video editing, photography for all your social media then you can cover a virtual show and it's it's a hell of a lot easier and cheaper and quicker than a, uh, an in-person show. And if it draws the right kind of audience and the, the right kind of numbers, then they will be interested in that. Obviously, that's something that's interesting as well. How will brands know about the numbers? If you go to a show, you can see and feel how busy it is and instantly know how successful it is. For a virtual show, obviously, if there's sales coming through direct from that in some way, you get an idea. But how busy is it really? Do they let you have those numbers? How many people have visited my page? How many people have clicked on my stuff? How many people have um, put an order in because they were at the show? Can be hard to keep track of with the virtual. Be interesting. Brands will really want to know that to find out if this show is worth it, if virtual shows are worth it. So there's a lot hinging on it, but I love to hear what other people think from you know the brand side and from us side. Like if you're a, a guitar show person, that loves guitar shows will virtual shows be interesting or not if you never want to go to guitar shows in person really because it's just too much hassle but you do like the sound of virtual shows how come you know what is it that draws you to that 
And do you think that's there's enough people like that and enough to, enough interest sustained in these shows that they'll keep going? What about guitar shows at all? Will this become an outdated thing and we won't really need that? Just the constant stream of social media will be enough? Or do we crave something that's more like an event? Like with the live stuff I said, something ticketed, something that feels like an event where you book a time and you go to it uh, at a specific time and you get prepared for it and you get excited for it. Is that something kind of thing that we crave and experience in itself? Anyway, I'm interested to hear what other people think. Um, and uh, it's something that I'll definitely come back to and keep talking about. So, as always, I like to finish with talking about the music, bringing it all back to the music and sharing some music that hopefully you find inspiring, find interesting from a guitar perspective, at least, even if it's not your kind of music. And that's why every single episode we end with an artist, an album, a performance or a song to go and check out. And today I'm very excited to share that uh, band that I absolutely love, have loved for a very, very long time, um, has brought out some new music for the first time in 11 years at this point, I believe, which is absolutely crazy. Um, I can't believe it's been that long, and also I can believe it's been that long. Um, I did kind of know, I did know that they were still around, I, you know, they hadn't kind of gone away or broken up as a band or anything like that. Um, I did know that they were still around, and... I caught kind of something where like they'd played some small club shows near to where they were, maybe like at the very start of this year, very end, very end of, ne- of, uh, of last year. Was it around then? Maybe like coming up on a year ago kind of thing. And they were playing some new songs. And it was kind of thing where there's a YouTube video, someone's filming on their phone or something. And it's like, you know, these guys, new song, uh, you know, as yet untitled or something. And then um, you don't get much of an idea of it, but you you know that they're around and they're writing music and you can see that it's a new video and that was cool and exciting. So I knew something was in the works, um, but I was extremely excited to see what had popped up for me now uh, and I'm really, really enjoying it. So I do want to share it um, and, and just want to talk about this band anyway because they're not a very well-known band and I, I absolutely love them. Uh, so the band is called Horse the Band. That's their name, Horse the Band, and they have just brought out a little three-track EP called Your Fault. Um, three tracks on here, really enjoying them. Um, you know, all the things that I, I love and enjoy about the sound, um, but some interesting, cool elements in there, some different use of effects, some cool rhythmic elements, some nice production in the separation of the of the of the different instruments but still having a lot of raw power in it it's got that rawness in it still which you just need with also band and it's got a lot of power in it um still got a huge amount of energy to it but this there's a nice like considered element to it and the songs kind of take their time at certain points as well which is really cool which they're already doing but you know their last music 11 years ago was still um already by that point there were several several albums deep um in their catalog so they they had a lot of well-roundedness to their songs and i like that that's still at play here um and it's cool it's really 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 great to see the music back i'm absolutely loving it and hope you enjoy it so that is the little ep your fault from the band horse the band just come out go check it out um it's kind of like got metal core elements in it um but they're renowned for using um uh keyboard and synth stuff with chiptune sounds so kind of like video game like sounds from the keyboard synth stuff um combining that with like metalcore stuff and harsh screamed vocals um love it love it love it always absolutely love that the raw energy with the power of it the kind of 
lyrics that seem crazy and almost humorous but are incredibly dark and twisted within that um and there's a lot of like darkness and and um yeah really kind of twisted elements in there in the music as well but not in any kind of like horror or flashy gore kind of way or anything like that it's just kind of there's elements of personal struggle and there's feelings of that in the music as well it's it's quite emotionally strong music but presented with all these interesting elements of like the uh video gamey kind of synth and keyboard sounds and like humorous songs thrown in there and weird humorous references and elements to the vo- lyrics as well um that really brings together a totally unique package uh, from a band that i just absolutely love so yeah just i could just shut up blabbing about it you could just go listen to it and see what you think but check out the guitar stuff in there cool guitar work and a unique band setup i always enjoy checking out guitar work you know even if it's not a genre you particularly enjoy usually checking out guitar work in a band with a um, slightly unusual setup is great you know so this has got the kind of uh, video gamey kind of 8-bit um, keyboard sounds in there um, checking out how the guitar tone works if you're kind of a tone geek uh, checking out how the guitar works in the mix um, with that kind of sound it's very different um, and so checking out how the guitar works and it's really cool how the how it works from a songwriting element as well different song structures come out of that but also just you're in it playing with an instrument that's doing something different and working differently to a usual setup and so therefore it it works when the unit comes together and they combine how they write songs including as the guitarist so really cool and worth checking out for that reason but i absolutely love force the band or have done for a very 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 long time um and so i hope you enjoy going checking it out but even if you don't go and listen to some music that you find inspiring go and play a bunch of guitar uh look after yourselves look after one another and as always i will catch you again tomorrow